Michael didn't do this this power veto. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Turner did. No, he didn't. The psychedelics. Yes, he did. The psychedelic. That was last week's with Woodstock. This is. Oh well, then I guess that answers your question. <laughs> I definitely didn't. <laughs> Welcome to Reality Revelations with Mark and Jasmine. I'm Mark Drum. And I'm Jasmine Lachey, where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Happy Eviction Day, Jasmine! So excited! <laughs> yes, but, but first, before we but can first. even know the eviction is happening, we have to recap last night's episode. Period. So, Jasmine, would you get upset and make cake? If you were put on the block. Okay. I am the type of person who I would. I'd be baking. <laughs> but I don't. Because, well, here's the thing. They don't have any other, they don't have anything else they can do in the house. And so the fact that they have the ability to, to cook, that would be my thing. I would probably be making a cake or cupcakes or something. Not clean. Who knows? I might just. Or uh, sleep. Oh. Or work out. No. Oh, those are good options too. Um, <laughs> Sleeping is a no. Sleeping is to know when you have that kind of energy, you got to get that out. Otherwise, you just lay in bed and it festers. But working out is a good one. Cleaning is a good one too. Although I'm the type of person who will probably be like, I want to use chemicals. I want to get in there. I want to scrub. So probably not cleaning because I'm not cleaning anything in the house for a bunch of, none of these people. You get none of that from me. Okay. <laughs> so it probably would, I, I probably would stick to the baking, but I can't say that my goal would to be making something that tasted good i might just want to grab a bunch of stuff together just to get out some whatever screw it we're gonna throw this in we're gonna throw that in hand me the banana hand me the cheese hand me the orange juice we're going for it that kind of thing because why not because if i'm gonna get put up on the block because you know pawns go home so if i get put up on a block and i had that kind of energy i need to waste somebody else's money because i might not I might, I might not be winning i might be going home <laughs> so i'm about to waste somebody else's money get out my experimentations like that's where my mind's at so yes so yes, you would bake a cake. All right. Yes. And would you want people to feel sorry for you if you were on the block? Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole point. You want people to, you, I mean, this game is emotional. So that's the point. I'd be like, listen, I've never, <laughs> I've never done anything to anybody in this house. And I just, <sighs> I just want to say that it's only fair that everybody have a turn, I guess. I just, I really want to be here. Oh, so you want to be like your girl, Indy? I don't want people to feel sorry. You want to be like Alyssa? It's like, yeah, please feel sorry for myself. Well, Alyssa knows what she's doing. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing about Alyssa. Alyssa understands her, like she understands her character, mm -hmm. okay? She understands what her character arc is. And so, yeah, man, lean into it. Honestly, though, I probably would be a combination of both. If people wanted to comfort me, oh, thanks, thank you, thanks, thanks. But I would also be trying to put my mind somewhere else. So I'd also be baking like Indy. So it's, it's a combo, it's a combo. All right. So now that we know that Indy and Alyssa are on the block, Taylor is safe for now. However, Tay -tay! if you were Taylor, would you risk getting a target out if you were paired with them? So Taylor knows that the target is Nicole. Yes. And as Monty had stated, he'll only put up Nicole and Taylor if Taylor feels- If Taylor's okay with if it. If Taylor's okay right. with it. So if you were Taylor, would you be willing to risk yourself again for a third week? Yes. Yes, I would. 
Absolutely. 110%. I feel like getting, okay, I understand what Monty is saying. I understand what everyone is saying about Alyssa being good at the social game. However, Nicole has been a terror in this house. She hasn't been quiet about it. It's been loud. It's been obvious. It's been, and the way she's gone about it has been so... Cop vibes. Cop, yeah. Giving all of the, every single thing, every single bad thing you would think about a cop. Nicole has put down, she has laid it low. She has spread it wide. She has given real life examples. And honestly, I feel like she is a bigger threat to everyone's game except Daniel for right now. So if I were Taylor, at this point, I would go out on a limb and I would risk it the third time, knowing that you have the numbers, but also because if not, if not her now, then when? Because at this point, it's looking real dicey. It's looking real dicey because she's she's kind of sniffing it out after Amir got evicted. Her and Daniel are really sniffing out the Nicole's the target. So if I were Taylor, I'd I'd lean into it. She's been thinking she's going home every week since she got here. What's another week, baby? What's another week? You know what I mean? What's what's one more one more time on the block when you know you have the numbers and you do the thing? Then I do know that because. Taylor, Michael, and Brittany are all friends that between them, they have their own little clicky thing. And then there's Monty, Joseph. If I were Taylor, I would be focusing on the right now. And then we would have to be focusing on everything else once Nicole was gone because Daniel and Nicole need to be broken up. So that would be my focus. Got it. Well, speaking of Brittany and Michael and Taylor, they are forming a final three for the end game. Are you surprised by that? No, not at all. It truly, when I think of the leftovers, I think of those three. I think of the the underdogs because these are the three people nobody was really rooting for. Nobody was really checking for. I mean, as much as they have said this entire game that Taylor has been the target and it's because she's this super confident, ultra player whatever the truth of the matter is is that they picked her to be on the outs and so ever since she got here she's been one of the underdogs and michael based solely on appearance and what i would think would be personality has been treated as an underdog but also as luggage come hither go wherever and then britney oh britney beautiful big-eyed britney <laughs> Brittany has been exactly who I thought Brittany was going to be as far as her place in this game. I think it is important for if her and Michael are going to attempt to be in this game to make it that far. Yeah, I think it's important that they they group up. So I'm not surprised. Okay, if I'm being honest, it's really two strong-ish players with Brittany. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel about that. And it's because Michael has continuously won vetoes. And it's because Taylor has consistently died being evicted and being a target. Okay. Daniel wants to find out where Monty's heads at for nominations. I just want to say this episode with how they edited Daniel Nicole Chef's Kiss. Mm. I pre- the e- to the editors, to the editing team. I appreciate you and I hope that whenever the award season comes, I don't know if they have a, a an award for television show editing, but they need to because I'm telling you, just Mwah, chef's kiss. So sorry. 
Anyway, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, Daniel going to find out Monty where Monty's heads at with nominations. Are they still staying the same with going with Alyssa and Indy? Or is the plan still to backdoor Taylor so she can be finally going home? I think this is a good tactic in general. But I think it depends on who you are as a person based on how valuable that information is. I think if nothing else, it was helpful for Monty's game to figure out where Daniel's head's at. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have... Have expected Daniel to go any other way. He's been very straightforward, very direct in this game. There's, I mean, there's the obvious lying, don't get me wrong, but there's in general what his tactics as far as playing the game is. He's very loud, proud out there, very vocal about it, but then also willing to go off on people. So it's, I think for him, he thinks that oh, this is him taking charge and doing the thing. So it's good for somebody's game. Taylor's sweet revenge, really getting the targets that have been trying to get her gone. What do you think about her revenge? Sweet Tay-Tay, sweet, sweet Tay-Tay. I, this is what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for <laughs> her to really realize that uh, there are no friends in the game, really. This is, I, I've been wanting to see this kind of gameplay from the beginning. And it felt like, I thought for a moment that this, that was kind of slow to begin because there was so much just pageant queen this, and she thinks she's so pretty that, and she's such a threat and she's passive aggressive. I had forgotten really that the game, how it's supposed to be played is supposed to be it's a team sport ish but that it's really a matter of watching what happens when people are kind of pushed up against a wall and then they're all kind of like picked off like flies it's nice to see some fervor behind taylor's plan and it's not what it's been where it's like i don't know who i can trust in this house and i really feel like maybe so and so is just being mean to me because for no reason and i don't know if they really have my best interest at heart and now it's yeah, full-blown revenge plot. So I love, I love the telenovela swap. I love the, <laughs> I love the new goal in mind, girl. So we, we love it. We love to see Tete being like, listen, we're done. We're done. We've had it. We're done. I, I appreciate her playing an offensive game now. It was very defensive before, you know, you got to protect her, you know, your mental health and your physical health and all of that. And I feel like she did that really well because based on all of the episodes we've seen of her crying, I didn't know baby was going to make it. I was like, okay, well, Ugh. if self-evicting is a chance, they might push baby to the brink. And the part that, that really kills me about it too is how Daniel was yelling at Taylor the last episode or the episode before about how that was episode, you know, that was last week listen whatever <laughs> this game it feels so long <laughs> listen this show i feel like we were watching different years okay i feel like it's a long time but the the fact that daniel was just yelling at her for about being passive aggressive and essentially being the cause of leaving we don't um, mention that name i'm bleeping that out again I'm bleeping out every time you try to mention they who must not be named. Whatever. Anyway, so when Daniel was talking about how that was um, Taylor's fault, it just made me think like, is that the goal? Like, is the goal to also make Taylor feel so bad about herself that she self-evicts? Because I'm thinking that that might be the plan. And if it is, it's working. Because every episode, it's just, I just don't know what I'm doing. And I'm hurting everybody and I'm not trying to. And I'm like, breathing? Y'all are y'all jumping on this girl for breathing? Oh, 
Speaking of just breathing, how crazy would you feel putting up your best friend in the house up after winning a veto? Crazy such a strong word. I mean... Okay, fine. How would you react? If me and my best friend had a, a game plan, then I'd, I'd feel fine. Hmm. But if it were just me, <laughs> if it were just me, I I probably wouldn't have done it. I, I wouldn't have, I don't, I don't know that I would have done it. I, I will say that to me, what has been extremely clear about pretty much everybody in this game is that as soon as they have decided that Taylor is the target, it was like tunnel vision. And for the people who have maintained that tunnel vision, mm-hmm. when you can't learn to pivot, baby, that's how you know you're not prepared enough for life. You got to be able to pivot. Your target can't stay the same if all of the objectives around you have changed. So what I feel cr- at this stage of the game, though, I, I think everybody's feeling like anything goes. So I don't think I would feel crazy putting up my best friend, especially if we had talked about it. Speaking of friends, (laughs) Kyle's having feelings for Alyssa. Is it real or is it just a show? I feel like... I feel like it happened so fast. I feel like he was not checking for her. I mean, okay, listen, I know that when you are turned up, you're aching for some clay. I get it. I, I really get it. My husband was deployed. I get it. Distance makes the heart grow fonder and your, your loins, they be burning and get, you know, whatever else. But I feel like this happened so quickly, but I think it's because Alyssa is the only one giving Kyle that active attention. I think it's because now we're solidifying who people are pairing up with. If there's going to be a show dance, they're kind of figuring out who they're going to pair up with because for the people who are not single, they have already had to figure out what their alliances are. Like Michael and Brittany have been down for the count for each other almost since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Both of them are married. Both of that. I mean, like they Michael's really engaged. don't have... She- Michael's engaged. Whatever. They're both, they're both with somebody. And so it's one of those things where, yeah, it's not looking like they're going to hook up. So it's only a matter of time before people start pairing off. Oh, but with regard specifically to Kyle and Alyssa, I think it's as authentic as it can be for having almost a hundred cameras watching you at all times. So <laughs> now if you were Alyssa, would you trust Kyle again? I don't think Alyssa's very smart. So (laughs) if I were Alyssa and I weren't very smart, sure. But then again, I will also say that Alyssa is, she's so honest about things that outside of this game, I don't see that being a a relationship that can really have any kind of meat and potatoes to it, if you know what I'm saying. I'm feeling like it's a very model in the window cake. Okay, interesting. Would you still pursue a thing with somebody in the house if they had a situationship at home? Well, I would have a situationship at home too. So I'm going to say the answer is no, because my husband might be listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But if I were single, Uh if I were single, still no. And the reason why is because I could never forget that there are cameras watching me. I'm sorry. I'm abs- <laughs> I'm sorry. I go into a ha- like if it's a game, then I'm there to play the game. And while I might do, I'm not going to say that I would be completely chased, but I am going to say it would be PG-13 at best because once again, there are cameras. And then also on top of COVID, whatever else, I'm that person who just because you say a thing doesn't mean 
that that thing is real. So one, I'm not gonna risk having millions of people know about that one time I got busy with somebody that I was a roommate with playing for money. Like for me, that's just, I don't want that attached to my name. But that's reality TV. That, it's for some people, for some people it is, <laughs> you're not wrong. You are not wrong. But then two, it's also like <laughs> when you consider the likelihood of you being with this person outside of the game, I mean, the amount of self-reflection I would have to do after playing this game, I can't add who I hooked up with <laughs> on top of whatever else I have to talk to my therapist about. So no. Well, I would say if it were me mm -hmm. and if the other person knew what was going on if I had something back home, as well as if the person I'm trying to hook up with on the show also knows that we're just doing it to be on camera, then absolutely I would do it. As long as there's cameras, I'm gonna do it for a show. This is a show. I'm gonna give what the audience wants. If you want a love story, I will give you that love story. However, if- But you're single. Exactly, I am single. Yeah. I can say yeah. that. You can't, yeah. so. <laughs> and, 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 and the definition is situationship. So that also makes sense too, because you have been very specific about pointing out that Michael is engaged. And so some could say that that is a situationship. So Ooh. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Also, if they were not okay with it, then I would never pursue it because that's my morals. Right. And I would make sure not to do that and embarrass themselves as well as I would want to embarrass the person that if I were trying to attract on the show and make them look like a fool. Which yeah. I've done and <laughs> well, technically I didn't do it. It was the other person trying to and I right. kept my morals intact sort of. Right. But you know, just watch the show if you want to know more. Moving on. He, he's talking about <laughs> his show, 90s House. He's talking yes, about 90s House. and he's again. Talking about, you want to know what we're talking about. Yes, but moving on. <laughs> we talked about that in our bon in our very first bonus episode. So for our viewers who have yet to listen to that, check that one out. Meanwhile, we get into figuring out who wants to play in the veto. Is Daniel mm. smart in wanting to play in this veto and then stating he will not use it? Since Monty already said that Alyssa and Indy were not his target. To me, that sounds like a good plan because at the end of the day, Daniel and Nicole are under the assumption that Monty is attempting to get Nicole out of the house based on Amira's eviction, which is smart because Amira was a top player. So all of that makes sense to me. But I do think that him wanting to play and then him not wanting to use the veto, those two things I think together make this the smartest that I think he's played this game so thus far. Ooh, so you're actually compliment no. oh okay <laughs> no, no it's not a, it's, it's an observation it's oh, definitely it's not a compliment okay well good observation there thank you <laughs> speaking of observations Brittany and michael are worried that since they don't have somebody outside of the leftover line paired with them they don't feel safe now would you be worried about this too yeah Brittany and michael are smart so for them to put that together honestly i think that because Brittany and michael really realize what the chances are of them still being in the festy besties further down the line, what it means for them 
I think for them to be thinking that far ahead, great gameplay. I don't know how well planning that far ahead, I mean, it it is only maybe a week or two ahead, but planning that far ahead when there could always be a twist after the next eviction, to me, it's good preparation, but it also makes me feel like it then causes them to be a little more showy in their nerves. Like I feel like Britney doesn't hide enough of her, mm. her emotions well. So I think it's a good concern and I think they definitely should be thinking about that. Mm -hmm. But I think that Brittany still needs to understand that that was the point. Michael knew that if it was an option between somebody else or her, that by choosing her, it meant that she'd probably be the one to go home, which was smart. And this was pre-leftovers. So it makes sense. Yes. Now, if you were playing for the power of veto, would you use the veto or keep the nominations the same? I would use the power of veto. Really? On Indy and Alyssa? I would. Okay. I would. And I would backdoor Nicole and Taylor. Okay. Now, if you wanted to use the veto and your festive bestie didn't, would you try to convince the others or would you just do your own thing? As they stated before the POV competition, it only takes one of the festive bestie pair who wins to use the power of veto to save the nominees. Right. And what I didn't understand was who determines which festy bestie gets to decide who's getting the veto themselves. Right, but I mean like if it's so if a pair wins and one of them wants to use it and the other one doesn't. Mm -hmm. What do they do? They fight it out? No. They would have to just be okay with it. But what does that mean? Just be okay with it. You know it's what I mean? A, it's like, a game. It, it's literally a game. If you were paired with your frenemy in the game as your festy bestie and you knew your frenemy had somebody on the block or they were trying to back towards somebody. Yeah, but what I mean is, is that if you two are at a stalemate, how do you proceed? Does someone have to concede? No. Is that just the deal? So nope. No? Nope. As they stated, only one of the pairings has to... Okay, okay. That's what I was saying. Okay, so it doesn't matter. One person voices their opinion, and if that's what happens, then that's what happens. But you know, gotcha. as a house, people want to be in agreement with each other and okay with it, rather than, oh, I was conflicted. I didn't want to use it, but, the, but my partner wanted to use it. So there's no victim blaming or passing the buck. Right. That's fair. All right. So let's get into the competition. Sweet. Would you eat some psychedelic slop, that multicolored? I mean, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> There's no choice in this. There's no choice. I mean, I yeah, yeah. But did you see I Joseph's didn't... face when he looked at that slop? <laughs> I just, I, I'd do it. I'd be, I mean, I'd taste it. I would do a pinky test, a, a pinky taste of something. But yeah, it, it was looking rough. It was definitely looking rough. Yes. Now... We got another new host. They're finally passing yes. this hosting gig to other people. So how do you yes. feel about Michael as the host for the POV competition? Or did you not remember he was doing it just like last week with Joseph? I, Michael didn't do this, this power veto. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Turner did. No, he didn't. The psychedelics, yes, he did. The psychedelic, that was last week's with Woodstock. This is... Oh, well, then I guess that answers your question. <laughs> I definitely did not remember. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that answers your question. <laughs> All right, well then, 
Never mind. Michael, I think, did a better job than Joseph. As we know, Michael is a super fan, and I wanted to bring that up earlier, is that with Brittany, Michael, and Taylor, they are the super fans of the show, so they're very familiar with the game, and they're very smart and strategic. And so with Michael hosting this, he gave it some flavor, but then also, it's a competition, it's not about him, so let's just focus on the game, which I appreciated. Now, in this competition, you either had to be the person giving the answers, or going on a trip watch party which would you have been the person to go on the trippy watch party or be the person who listens to the person who went on the watch party to then give answers so the game of telephone based on what i saw based on the visuals that i saw i would rather have been the person who was giving the the hints mm -hmm. because there was a lot of details in these images mm -hmm. and some of them didn't even relate to information <laughs> And those people were the HOH being Monty and uh -huh. his festy besties, Joseph and Terrence. Then uh -huh. the nominees, Alyssa and Indy. And picked uh -huh. from the random draw was Kyle and Daniel. Yes. So yes. do you believe? Which I think it's funny. Oh, yeah. That I think it's funny that while they're doing the competition, you can. <laughs> Indy was like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure this is not going to go well because Alyssa didn't even tell me that this. I, I know what she told me and she didn't say anything about this. So now I'm mad. And I'm like, oh, see. And then watching Daniel talk about how he didn't even know that there were daisies. So he didn't say anything about it. And then having Kyle just guess. It's just things like that where I'm like, okay, after seeing the images, yeah, I'd rather be giving the clues because... That looked like an experience. And then for Monty to have to have two people relaying information that was not, I mean, cause Monty barely was in the game. <laughs> Monty was barely in the game. He got so many of these wrong. So yeah. So were you surprised that by a win of five to two to four, Kyle and Daniel win this HOH competition? <sighs> surprised? No, because the other options of people who were in the game, based on how they were struggling, eh, nah, I'm not surprised. I mean, plus Kyle seems like the kind of person who would have luck at just guessing. One of those kids who, oh, I didn't study for the test. I just guessed and then they get like a B plus and it's like, dang, I wonder what would have happened if I studied. Like one of those kind of kids. So yeah, I'm not really surprised. Mm. <clears throat> now, if Daniel had been the one who had to answer their questions, I would have been surprised. Okay. Well, who do you blame for not winning? The person giving the clues or the person answering? Because Indy was like, I can't be mad at Alyssa. However, she didn't tell, as you said, she didn't tell me these things. I'm gonna say both. So reason why, reason why both is because Monty, Joseph, and Terrence, that's a three people team. Two heads are supposed to be better than one. What are you doing? <laughs> and then with Alyssa and Indy, I'm gonna say both. And it's because I have a feeling that Indy is not a great listener, but I also have a feeling that Alyssa's not a great communicator. Okay. I think Daniel and Kyle got lucky. Like I said, if Daniel had been the one answering and Kyle had been the one relaying, I have a feeling then this might have been a little bit closer of a game. <laughs> well, it was a close game between Indy and Alyssa and Daniel and Kyle. Yes, but it yes, but it was a struggle for Indy and Alyssa and Monty, Joseph and Terrence to even attempt to keep up especially uh, the three of them they're not even really in this so it's really just between Kyle Daniel and Indy and Alyssa and Indy and Alyssa had a bit of a tough time trying to keep up but I think that if like I said if Daniel had been the one who had to be answering I think it would have been closer and I think that Indy and Alyssa probably would have won 
Okay. Did you believe the acting skills of the people going on that psychedelic trip, experiencing whatever they'd experience from that slop? <sighs> that was the worst part of this episode. For me. <laughs> Listening to them do the animated voice, doing the, doing the voices of their animated whatever while explaining what was happening during the trip was just... Oh, and I was so hoping that they were. I was like, at, at first, I didn't understand what they were doing. I was like, why? Why is Alyssa talking? Why is this animated? What is happening? And then I was like, okay, well, maybe it's just for her. Like, maybe this is. And then it went from everybody, and I was like, <laughs> please, this is worse than the intro. Ooh. Like, I just, oh, it was so painful. It was so painful. <laughs> All right. Now that we know that Kyle and Daniel won the power of veto, does Kyle? have to use the power of veto well he certainly seems to think he does after the way he allegedly betrayed Alyssa's trust although how are you going to be upset at someone for relaying the information that you told them and the real reason she's mad at Kyle is because he voted against Amira and didn't tell her and the problem with that is is that she talks too much. So he couldn't have told her. And the fact that she doesn't understand that, that's the issue. <laughs> and then the fact that she told him if he had told her how he was voting, that she was always going to make sure that he was safe. Yeah, that's why he didn't tell you because he wasn't up for, you know, he wasn't at risk. So I feel, <laughs> I feel like to Alyssa and to Kyle, it feels like he has to use the veto, <sighs> but... Does he actually have to? I don't think so, but I see the tech. I see what we're doing. I understand. Well, it makes it makes sense. All right. Speaking of tactics, Michael and Brittany are trying to convince the leftovers to keep the nominations the same. Mm -hmm. Did they do a good job? <sighs> Convincing everybody except Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> so how would you convince Kyle to not use the power of veto then? Well, Joseph is the one who has the deets on her having a somebody back home. So I would just be honest. The whole thing is, is that you feel like you betrayed this girl, but you told her everything or but she told you everything. There's nothing really there other than you being somebody she can talk to. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that you can't trust her either because you didn't tell her the way you were voting and you know exactly why you didn't because this is a game and because then she would have ruined the game. She also has somebody back home. And so the feelings that you have right now, like I know your loins are burning, but also remember shortly before she got here, her loins were burning for and with somebody else. And just a few days ago, she was crying about that person. So let's just be calm, cool and collected when we think about how we're gonna use this veto because while there are other players who we would love to get out, Nicole being a main target, Alyssa, her social game is a bigger problem to them. And so pushing that, I think, along with the fact that the only person that Alyssa trusts is Kyle. And that's only kinda because Alyssa was on the team of women who were trying to take down Taylor. It's one of those things where their goal was always to have all of the women at the end of the game. I would just point out all of these things about Alyssa. I mean, I feel like you don't have to lie. The proof is there, the evidence is there. If I were trying to convince Kyle, it would just be, here are the facts. All right. Here are the facts. So if you're just giving the fact, would you go with your moral compass or your alliance safety? If I were Kyle, mm -hmm. that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Do you play with your heart or do you play with your brain? Well, he's not the only person 
that matters. He has a partner. So at this point, in an attempt to try and convince him to keep things the same, I I mean, I would have asked him his festy bestie was feeling about the power of veto. Because that too matters because Daniel is the enemy too. Okay. Well, Nicole and Daniel have a conversation with Monty and right. they're feeling like their perception skills are really good. Are they really good? Their perception is that Monty is up to something. Mm-hmm. And so that perception is spot on. I think much like a lot of cops do, assuming that you know a thing and then just being a dog with a bone, being so certain you're right. I mean, who's to tell them that they're wrong? Who's to tell them that something is is not amiss? I mean, they're not wrong. Monty is suspicious. He is very suspicious. They're not out of touch that they can't see it. Although they went through this whole thing thinking that Nicole was the target, which she was, but the way they went into this, after the conversation with Monty, Monty being like, hey, I think what's gonna happen is that their campaign, do the work, campaign, because I think that you might be a target. You may be going up. I don't think it's gonna be a big deal, but them taking that and thinking that Monty was essentially trying to pull a Turner and just didn't have the votes, didn't have the pull, didn't have the power, didn't have the lean. It's ego. And these are the two, these are the two players who have the biggest egos. That's been the downfall of every single person who has gone home so far. So was Daniel one step ahead then? Was his ego bigger than? His eyes were bigger than his stomach for sure. All right. For sure. So is Kyle playing dumb actually helping his own game? Yes. Which, how much of a game is it really? And are you surprised the power of veto was used? No, I'm not surprised at all. Because like I said, the two people who have tunnel vision, honestly, it's the people who have had tunnel vision the most Mm -hmm. that have had the biggest egos and that have gone down and gone home thus far. We had the self-eviction and then we had Pooch who thought, I have the votes, I da-da-da-da-da-da. And then we have Amira where there's no way it could be me. This game is so easy, so easy. And now we have Nicole and Daniel thinking, oh, we see you, Monty. We see you don't have the votes to get Nicole out. Well, you don't want us to use the veto? Got it. I'm going to use it. Okay. If Monty had been trying to get manipulation, like if his goal had been to manipulate Nicole and Daniel, I don't know that it would have worked. I think him being genuine and just attempting to give them a heads up, like, okay, so I think this is where the house is going. And then deciding, oh, you don't want me to do the thing? I'm going to do the thing. I think that's the only reason it worked. I was just going to say, I think Nicole and Daniel are the bad actors in this, (laughs) in this situation. All right, now, were you surprised with Monty's speech? Or what did you think of Monty's speech? He's the only person who's been straightforward, honestly. Okay, when other people have nominated, it's been, we just, we have a talk game. We haven't done this, we haven't done that. Monty was just like, okay, well, this is the deal. This is what's best for my game. I hope everybody votes for what's best for their game. Bye. <laughs> so I feel like Monty's the only person who was like, okay, I, I did what I had to do. No sweat off my back. Like, it, you know, it is what it is. Previously, everyone else has been like, well, you know, we haven't really talked and we haven't really talked game. And I just really feel like it's going to And Monty was just like, well, this is what's best for my game. So, all right, girl. Well, now that we know that Taylor and... Nicole. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Blanking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how much I care. (laughs) That they're up on the block because I want our Mm -hmm. queen safe. Mm -hmm. Is the Mm -hmm. leftover alliance over after just one week? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. It has to be. Why? It has to be. Why? Because the thing is, is that now that Nicole and Taylor are on the block, it can only go one of two ways, which they talked about in the episode. So if Taylor gets sent home, which more than likely won't happen because the leftovers have the numbers. Who's to say? Because Kyle might go to the other side. well, Well, that's true. But that's what I mean. If Taylor goes home, all hell's going to break loose because there's no way. It's just like when Amira was sent home. Everybody thought they were secure. Everybody thought they were safe. And then boom, blindsided. There's no way if Kyle votes against... So if he votes for Nicole to stay, which I don't think he will, but whatever. If somebody votes for Nicole to stay and they don't have the majority and Taylor goes home, the leftovers is broken. If Nicole goes, then they're in the position that they talked about with Brittany and Michael being in the leftovers, but then also then having to figure out like if they're on the block, who next? The leftovers cannot sustain. It just, it doesn't make sense to you. Plus, oh, this so the leftovers happening. can't sustain? They <laughs> Listen, you're supposed, you, here's Here's the thing about leftovers they last for a couple of days mm-hmm. and then they're gone you eat them so there's there's no way for the leftovers to sustain nope no way who do you think is going home tonight and by what vote Ooh, that's a good question i think nicole is gonna go home i hope i hope <laughs> Oh, I'm so tired of her. Oh, please send her home. I think Nicole's going to go home. By what vote? I'm thinking. There are 10 votes up for grabs. And in the event of a tie, Monty has to break it. Okay. So let's see here. I think Indy, Alyssa, Jasmine are going to vote to keep Nicole. Daniel's going to go to keep Nicole. So that's four. So you have six votes left. Mm-hmm. So are they going to go for to keep Taylor? I think... Think. So Monty can't vote unless. So I think Indy. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Not them. Um, I think Brittany, Michael, Joseph, and Terrence are all gonna vote to keep Taylor. So that's four for each. And so So Turner and Kyle. I think Turner's gonna vote to keep Taylor. And I'm thinking Kyle's gonna well. The swing vote. The, the swing vote. Here's the thing. Kyle seems to be here's the swing the vote right now. The thing is, is that if there's ten people who have the option, it kind of doesn't matter. Because if Kyle does vote for Nicole vote to keep Nicole, if that's five for five, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then Monty's gonna get rid of Nicole. So it kind of doesn't matter. But I think that it'll be I think it'll be six to four. Six to four? Okay. Well, yeah, I think it'll be the six only, to four. It does matter because then you can use whoever voted for who for next week and be like, yo, if you were on the wrong side, if the lo- leftover alliance is over, then I'm going to be targeting no, you. I, no, no, no. I understand. I just mean for the purpose of voting. I mean, for the purpose of voting, I think that um, either way. Purpose of voting, it vote still home. counts. Your vote counts, which I'm still surprised you didn't vote in America's vote the first time. So I hope you do vote when there's another America's vote. I probably won't. Ugh. They're probably not going to happen, but you know. Yeah, so I think Nicole's going to go home, and I think it's going to be six to four. Okay. I think after that, though, I think all hell's going to break loose because then it's going to be a matter of trying to break up the leftovers, which is funny because it's not, I mean, it's not going to be hard. It won't be hard. The, Taylor, Taylor will be left, and so then at that point, Taylor's going to have to figure out where she going to go. Okay. And then, honestly, if I were her, I'd get in the group with Daniel. Wow. I love how you're just going straight to Nicole going home and then Taylor's going to choose Kyle and Daniel. Here's to me, that makes sense for right now because the leftovers is still intact. Mm -hmm. And then what it means is, is that 
if Taylor and Kyle stand a chance of getting Daniel out of the house, unless there's a double eviction, then everybody's screwed. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who's to say? Okay, well, I could say that I want to throw that Nicole could be safe, but I want Nicole out. And I would never, never want to vote Taylor out unless it would ruin my game, and then I would. But... For right now, Taylor (laughs) is going to be safe. And I think it's going to be a, not like it, but it'll be a majority by nine to one, not six to four. I feel it's going to be a nine to one vote because. You know what? They do tend to go with the house. People like to be a bunch of sheep and hurt their way to being whomever is in power and not want to cause any ruffles. And the only. Which is interesting that they a lot of them really care about how people in that like it, it really is like how's the house voting it's a perception because, because again your vote counts jasmine like i said because that can either help you or hinder you later in this game and later in this game being the following week or later in the game when they could your jury wants to vote for you to win three quarters of a million dollars well i also think it probably helps too like you said you have to remember who was evicted and by how much as a house guest as a house member you have to remember that if you end up in the finals so I guess it it also makes it easier if the house is leaning one way because then you have a lot less numbers to remember because so far it's been self-eviction 12 to 0 and then whatever to 4 <laughs> what was it 7 to 4 yes. 7 to 4 yeah 7 to 4 so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Alright. I think also when Taylor stays, she goes and joins the besties, Alyssa and Indy, because that's the only pair that doesn't have a leftover alliance member. Very true. And why would she want to put herself with Kyle and Daniel, knowing that she'd be on the block again for the fourth week out of the five weeks in the game? Nah. I want to make sure our Queen Taylor is safe, and so she has two people she uh, have a shield with, and so she'll go with the ladies, and well, hold on now. Not not necessarily two people. She has one between Alyssa and Indy. Kyle's rooting for Alyssa, so she doesn't have a guaranteed shield with Alyssa. Uh, it's not gonna be her going home, then it'd be Indy. Yeah. But it's not two shields. She only has one. And considering how well Indy has floated in this game, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know, Jasmine. I still think the leftover lines is still going to be intact and they want to make sure that they are keeping themselves safe. So Kyle's just going to be needing to play more with his head, not with his other heart or brain from that other appendage that he might have. But Period. that is what I think. And who do you think will win HOH tonight? Taylor, it's time. <laughs> it's time. Always. Taylor, it's time. It's time for Taylor, okay? She needs to be head of house. Okay. It is time. All right. Well, as you know me, I want to see... Manifest, manifest, manifest. I want to see... As much as I want to see Taylor, I want to see the other side win. I'm t- I don't want the majority to win. I want to see the other side of the house win so then we can see the leftovers either break up or try to keep intact and fight to get whoever they want as opposed to whoever the HOH wants. And so... And I'm, I'm with that. I'm totally with that. But I think that if Taylor 
is the HOH, but then the other side wins power of veto, then I feel like it gets spicy. Yes, and that doesn't matter. I want to see other side of power because then it just shows more of a power trip. And especially if it's Daniel, knowing that he had sent his best friend in the game home and knowing his life is in his own hands and seeing kind of that redemption in his own story that he saved himself, ensuring that he's safe for another week and Mm. having to break up the leftover alliance. That is the drama, the messiness that I want to see. I want to see it too, but I also, I know at that point he's going to be trying to get Taylor sent home, which to me is like, she's not even the problem. Well, I mean, she is now, but she wasn't the problem before. You made her the problem. We'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to tune in. Yeah, we'll have to tune in tonight and we'll also post our parody video. So get excited, everybody. Get into it. If you like this episode and any of our other episodes, please like, share, subscribe, and rate our podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram at Reality Revelation Podcast, or on Twitter at Reality Rev Pod, or TikTok, Reality Revelations Pod. You can also follow us on our own socials. You can follow me at Jasmine Lachey on Instagram. And who is Mark Drum on all the socials? This is the end for now. Come back and tune in to our next episode of Reality Revelations, where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Specifically, Big Brother. Bye, everybody.